Well, hello, everybody. You're listening to the Woodworkers Podcast. I'm Ben Brunick. I'm joined with my good friends Ramon Valdez and Philip Morley. How are you guys doing tonight? Fantastic. How are you doing? Wonderful. I'm doing great. Doing great. <laughs> good. Yeah, so we got another show here. Ramon, what are you working on right now? Well, another batch of domino docks. <laughs> another batch of domino. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of cool, and uh, I, it's just it's surprising, actually. But I love it. You know, I, I try to keep keep them in stock and so people don't have to wait too long just fit, finished up that fireplace mantle for some people that was really awesome and those same customers i've done a table before and they're the ones i did the big bookcase and desk for and now they want a bedroom suite i'm gonna see if i can persuade them into going with walnut right nice. everybody loves walnut so loves walnut. i don't i don't i hate i hate walnut yeah. right now. <laughs> Wal- man especially for now i hate the prices <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no kidding. It's really gone up. But anyway, been doing that and um, helping a buddy do a kitchen install, which <clears> is just kind of a bread and butter thing. Too many friends that, that know I do kitchens. <laughs> but Right. <laughs> they're actually fun. I don't know why. But I, I love installing cabinets and countertops. It's I guess it's from years of doing it. But um, so uh, you get at it. So that that's what I've been doing. And uh started a walnut table with with two live edges opposing live edge so uh, and some epoxy yeah and some and i'm gonna cut um yeah i'm gonna put the the two live edges together and fill it with some swirly <laughs> swirly blue yeah, epoxy yeah yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looked like some nice walnut where, where did you get that walnut, God, that walnut was i thought it was us? expensive but i got a lot of a lot of people saying that the price was, was cheap was good I, I guess I'm out of the loop buying walnut. Uh, so what was it? What was it a board? What did you pay? Well, the live edge was close to twenty-two, a board foot. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been out of the walnut game for a long time. So this, too, this table will be about forty-four inches <laughs> wide, and eight foot long, and about two inches thick. And the material was about nineteen hundred bucks. Right. So Jesus, yeah, holy crap! Well, it, I, I it's thought it was a lot because it's oh, right. Sucks. That seems like well, a... it's because there's a premium because it's a live live it's not lumber, right? I yeah, it's... the live edge is what's crazy and, and I mean it's right. it's basically rough lumber. I mean I remember when that stuff was dirt cheap. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I paid twelve dollars a board twelve to sixteen dollars a board yeah. for and that's for you know for lumber. Uh, eight quarter rough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I I, I, re- I remember paying twenty bucks a board foot for eight quarter Coco Bolo. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. but you're also like 80 years old. Well, that long ago, it was like that was that was probably 10, 10 years well, ago, fifteen years ago. God. Yeah, just it, in the last five years, it's probably got yeah. Well, it, it's it's gotten crazy. I, you know, social media. Um, yeah, uh, what, what do you do? You know what I mean? Thanks, Instagram. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> pros and cons. Jeez! Wow. Holy smokes! It's, be... It'll be cool. The, the guy's—he's a metal worker, so he's going to make the base. So I'm excited to see what he does for the base. It'll be some kind of a metal powder coated or epoxy. That's awesome. Hey, you know what you should do is rip off the live edge <laughs> and glue it on the end grain, and then no, <laughs> then glue it to Baltic birch and then veneer, and then you have live edge, baby. Come on, <laughs> cheap. Yeah, there's there. I think IKEA is doing that. <laughs> a bunch of places. <laughs> I, mean, I think I heard something like that on Wood Talk. Where yeah, they're you know they're like taking like the live faux, edge, and, faux live edge, yeah, faux. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever works, man. 
You bet. Yeah, crazy. Say when you're doing when you're doing those kitchen installs, are those uh, are those prefab? I mean, are those like yeah, like, store bought. Usually store bought cabinets. Okay, mm-hmm. and you're just doing you're just doing the doing the installation yeah, of there's, those. There's of a those units. there's a few cabinet guys around here that you know build kitchen cabinets, but most of them are gone. You know, it's hard to beat uh, a, a home box. You know, store bought cabinet. And some of those cabinets are actually pretty decent. I mean, they have, you know, quality hardware, bloom hardware, and, you know, right, solid right. fronts, you know, and you can get them at least plywood and, instead of particle board and end panels, half inch backs. And some of them are pretty decent. Are they, so, are they overlays? Are they inset? What are they? You know what? what we we see very little inset in this demographic. I'm, almost okay. everything is overlay. It's overlay, yeah. Yeah. or or so what they face, call when you say overlay face frame. So it's a face frame, and you know, it, uh, yeah, it's overlay. But some of them are like overlay. a full overlay, so there's very little space in between the doors and drawer fronts, right? Okay. And they go almost all the way to, you know, to the bottom of the countertop, and almost all the way down. So and then are those a, are those a smooth panel, like a I mean, like a real Euro Euro style where it's just like a, there's not even a raised panel in the thing. Just it's flat, just a flat. No, panel. just flat a lot of them are raised or? panel. This, this particular kitchen was hickory and with okay. uh, with raised oh, panel right. doors, sure. Soft close face frame hinges, which you know they're they're not bad. Crazy. Um, my my uh, mentor built his kitchen, and it is the most beautiful kitchen you'll ever see. There was no plywood, and I remember when I worked for him, I was like, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go to IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to build a kitchen. Well, you know, when years ago when I had my own shop, I was doing uh, a lot of just facelift where we would do. I would make all new doors and drawer fronts, sometimes oh, yeah. new drawer boxes, and we would redo the uh, reveneer the frame. So, oh, wow. um, and and that was really popular. I mean, people were were yeah. you know, and that worked really good. And actually, in my house, our cabinets were they're a box construction so no face frames and they were in really good shape and i really didn't want to go through you know the turmoil of tearing all that out and making all new cabinets so that's what i did i gave them a facelift new doors i used walnut and mahogany um and it's beautiful beautiful kitchen and it was it was easy and it was cheap inexpensive and looks fantastic so is that all the boxes are all were were in great shape you know sure was that all iron on or contact no, cement? I, yeah, I, I use I use you know what I use contact <clears throat> cement and I know contact cement has a bad name. The contact cement that I use is the best in the world, and I'm not even uh, kidding you. Uh, is it, it that red stuff? It's that red stuff. It's um, yeah. DAP brand. It in 72 hours, it's like a rigid glue. You cannot separate it from whatever you use it on. It's not like the you know the 77 spray yeah. stuff or this the stuff that you get in the can i mean it is it's incredible but the it's, veneer that you're the veneer that you're using is like a paper backed no i i use my i cut my own veneers like they were about um you use you use raw veneer uh no i i i sliced my own it was about three thirty seconds oh all right so yeah. you, you resawed veneer mm-hmm. you made your own veneer. i okay. mean because because they were just three quarter um edges you know what i mean box construction no face yeah. frames, so huh. I just made miles of that. All right, glued all. Oh, that. I, I see. I hadn't. Right. Yeah, the only thing I've ever thought of when I hear of like refacing is, is you know, paper backed iron on stuff. You know. Yeah, that, that's, that's what you saw. You saw a lot of in the, what in the, probably in the in the eighties is kind of what I think of, eighties and into the nineties. I've actually were... never used iron on. I, I know a lot of guys use it, but I've you know. 
Well, you know, a lot of the shops that I worked in, um, specifically my brother's shop, they had a big Holzer edge bander. So it put, you know, hot melt applied edge banding on shelves and all that kind of stuff. The iron on, I've never, I, we've repaired a lot of it, so I don't really care for it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't care for it either. I just, that's, that's all I use in my shop. That's all you use. You got that, you got that quarter sawn iron on walnut. Quarter sawn, yeah, 16 inches wide. How does the, how does your, your iron heat through that thick stuff? Oh no, it's, it does just fine. It's It's actually a paling stick. Scratch and sniff. Scratch and sniff. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I love it. People are like, oh, you're doing that because it's cheaper. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. that, that's why. <laughs> and faster. Two weeks later, I still don't even have a panel. Yeah, but they look so good. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. <laughs> and not only, I mean, it's kind of like that that table that uh, Ben made. I mean, it's just sta- I love stable because you don't have to right. worry about it. You're done. Well, and I, 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 a little segue to to this. Um, I do not like Baltic birch. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I think you're getting the wrong stuff. Man, I tell you, like, it does not, the stuff I'm getting does not stay flat. It Mm. twists. Mm. And so I've been looking into a higher, I forget the name of it, but it's like a a box core with an MDO on the top and the bottom. It's way more expensive, but it's meant to be like crazy stable so um, have you have you tried gluing up the multiple layers of baltic birch that's all do that so two yeah. layers of three that's what i'm gonna if i can't get this stuff i'm gonna get three eighth inch which i've done in the past and i haven't had trouble three eighth inch and then i'll glue them together and then do the veneer yeah. uh, going the opposite direction of the face veneer yeah that that could be the and that yeah. could be somewhat of a trick too is getting that getting that veneer on a on a door on a door it could be a problem as you stick those as you stay well i ran into that with the table i had to end up but i ended up having to run that stuff through the wide belt sander to get rid of one of the layers that's right you did yeah that was pretty that was that was that was pimped man i was like that is awesome yeah now you're just showing off i don't know if that was (laughs) i kind of think i kind of think that it might have been better if i would have done i really like that mdo plywood that outdoor plywood that's got the phenolic paper face on it oh, um i i think about using that stuff because i i'm using it right now in the doors and man it it glues up so nice it just right and i don't think you have to worry about the the grain direction of the layers because i got those those paper faces right and so you can glue right. those paper faces to each other and then you can because you've got that that paper face there i think you can go with grain direction in either direction that you wanted to on top what is the center is it is it plywood yeah it's it's ply but it's it's pretty thick ply like probably close to eight i I know what you're talking about that's similar like fur yeah that's similar to what um around here we call classic core or composition core and some of it you can get with uh you know hardwood veneers cherry maple and it's it's really i mean i just bought a sheet of hickory it was 145 bucks yeah this stuff you know a three-quarter sheet uh, i can get it from well we've got a a menards store which is like a a home depot or a lowe's um and you can get that there for 65 bucks for a sheet correct three-quarter or 55 bucks for i think for a half inch Hmm. you know 
unless you play the game and then you can get it for a little bit cheaper you know you play that they're 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 bad with their um oh they're 11 percent off everything in the store for this week and next week it's some other gimmick sale and yeah they always got something going on <laughs> can't be on sale if it's always on sale there's always uh, something they always got something going on it just that's funny. Uh, sounds like but, hobby lobby yeah <laughs> but but um you've been having problems with with your baltic birch yeah deal? yeah it's just um it's I... gonna be fine because how it's being constructed true you know? and, and and honestly like i know that you're meant to lay like if you're putting a face veneer on it should be going perpendicular to the veneer that's on there right yeah that's on the actual plywood you don't go the same direction but that doesn't yield very well i know it doesn't <laughs> i know it doesn't that's what at, i was getting at. <laughs> at at all you know so i didn't do that and so palmy's like i wonder if that's causing some of the twist but honestly i don't it was twisted anyway you know to start with yeah. um and, and really it got better once i put it in the bag and i put the two layers of veneer um yeah, and, the veneer and some, should help straighten the it veneer out. helps strain it out and some you sometimes you can over analyze and freak or at least i i know all of us do it uh freak out about stuff and and now i'm far enough into the project i'm like it's not gonna be a problem it's not in a in a panel that's you know 59 inches long by 22 inches deep and it's got even if it had a 16 from corner to corner twist yeah. it doesn't matter by the time you're joining it to the rest of all the other parts yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll you know what i'm saying other. yeah it's all kind of helping if each it was other. a door or something and, and yes yes yeah, where it's freestanding yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all by itself that's yeah. that's usually the killers the doors i uh, i thought sure. i had heard somewhere that they make different grades of baltic birch they do Maybe, and i think a lot of man. slang gets thrown around with right. you know, baltic birch because there's also something called apple ply yeah that's meant which, to be really good stuff that's what but, i thought i think i think apple ply has to do with the does that have to do with the glues that are used in that material also so like so like it's to... so it meets it meets california regulations i don't, I don't know, know i could really. be all i'm probably all I... wet I used all that wet on, on that on that door that I made that <clears throat> that plywood stack yeah. layers of plywood doors. Oh, that was also, apple ply. That was apple ply, and so it looks just like Baltic birch. It it does, but it doesn't seem to be on is the. It, all, it doesn't look is, as compressed. If, if, is it all maple too, uh, or is it's it apple? <laughs> no, it's not apple. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I think it's expensive. I think the cost of. You think it's birch? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. It I've, could be I've, maple. I'm not. You know what? I really don't know. I don't remember. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're not doing stuff. a podcast about this. Yeah. yeah. Are, are we live? <laughs> sound, like <laughs> sound like some idiots. Someone Google this now. <laughs> so I, moving on, I really love right. Unibond 800. <laughs> well, speak, speaking of speaking of Unibond and that, that glue roller that you've got, I know that I was pretty oh, yeah. interested in seeing that. Man, um, I, that thing's been awesome. So I, I asked that question about about the cleanup on it, and I know I'm sure there were other people that asked that also. Yeah. Um, so can you do? You, the question that I had was, do you have to clean that thing every time you use it, or can you like use it through the day and then clean it at the end of the well, end of the day? What's the scoop? Uh, honestly, I, I make so much money. I just buy like every time. You just toss one. it. Yeah, no, every time I buy, I just buy 20 of them and then I just chuck it. 
Just throw it in the trash. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really easy to clean. So... I may have to unfollow you. I know, right? <laughs> Don't, a bunch of people have. Don't worry about it. You can stick so it in a plastic bag or follow that trend. That? Yes. So, um, all right, to answer your question, honestly, like I've just got this thing. And first off, for people that have no idea what we're talking about, it's a it's a hopper. It's a glue hopper, right, for veneering. And it's it, the the roller is like a high or maybe a medium density foam. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's really no core to it. Like there's no cardboard. I was worried it was gonna be like a cardboard core, so you could only use it a few times and you have to chuck it away. Um, it's got a plastic uh, fixed uh, core that you you can replace it and just put a new one back on there. But if you clean it well, I don't. You could probably use that thing. A over bunch. and over yeah over and over I've, I've probably washed I've cleaned it probably 30 times already um, so it just makes it really easy to apply the glue it it takes a little bit of getting used to because it has a little handle that basically um, engages or disengages the roller the metal roller uh, that's inside the hopper and how it works is as soon as you go down and you disengage it you, you take the roller to the material and you push down just really just the weight of the glue in there it, it starts in, yeah it starts it, the, the bottom roller engages the top roller and then it just starts letting the glue come out uh, oh. very controlled it doesn't pour out it's just very controlled can you control the volume yes well only way you control the volume is basically <clears throat> if you've got a panel you may come with it you know disengage and you do like a pass and then you kind of do you skip over a pass and do another pass and then come back and disengage it and just roll all oh, that yeah sure. yeah and so sure. you, you you can and you can't but it's, it's yeah yeah it, it it's fine it works out great um so cleaning it out i'll get you know i'll have it out for an hour and do everything and it's just fine i think if you're going to leave it uh if you're doing much bigger panels you probably could just put it in a plastic bag and and it probably do all day. I bet. Um, but the appeal is that you get the glue spread quickly. It's not man, like you're and you don't work a puddle and then spreading it yes. out with a paint. And roller. you don't you're work just... out right. Like when you're doing it with a paint roller, you're really busting your ass to get that glue going. Spread, yeah. And spread. This thing just does it. It's so easy. You just plop it down. It looks and just go. slick. It's really nice. It's yeah, it's awesome. So very fast, and to clean it, you it, it breaks apart, and you just hot water because the glue I'm using it's a PVA, uh, some special formulated PVA, um, Unibond One, and it's super easy to clean. So the other thing about it is I bought because they can be expensive. You can buy much better ones, and I may end up doing that. Um, it's cast aluminum and i'm sure there's just a lot more better about it uh, and everything about the, the the mechanics of it but the one but you got is plastic right mine's plastic mine's 40 dollars. Yeah. those are usually 200 dollars. Hmm. yeah um, so i this... went on amazon and just got one i was like you know what 40 bucks if it Can't sucks oh well you know right. and yeah but i like it it's it's fantastic and it's and you're using the PVA, so it's water based. It's now, a water if were, based. If you were using Unibon 800, it'd be I think, <laughs> it'd be the same because uh, Unibon 800 s- cleans just with hot water too. Just to clean with just hot water. I, I think can't. it does, but I could. I, I don't know. I have never 
I haven't it really does. cleaned it because we always I've, I've just cleaned it a bunch. Yeah, we always just put it in a put it in a paint roller and used a foam roller one time and yeah. You know, see, and I, paint I've, roller would I've be used, tossed. Um, I, I used to it. I used to buy like the three eighth inch nap rollers that I used to like for Unibon eight hundred. Okay. Um, not they're not foam, uh, and I would clean it. Just hot water. It had to be hot. As soon as you hit it with cold water, it got slimy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so hot water cleaned it, the, and I would use that thing twenty times. Because that's that's alcohol based, right? Unibond yes. eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a roller. Um, I think Home Depot sells it, and it's and it's made for adhesives, so it's not it, it's not like a three eighths nap. Right. It has a interesting texture, but they work so good for glue for PVA glue. Probably not as good as a hopper, but it's next right. in line, in my opinion. Right, right, right. But yeah, I don't, I don't remember what they're called, but and you can wash those. And the the tube is plastic, so I think I know what you're repeatedly. talking about. Yeah, you can I wash like, them over and over. I've used that's what I was using before this hopper. Like I got oh. some from a vacuum clamp, and I believe the ones I got from them. Where the wait no, I, I got I got some rollers from where I get the Unibond eight hundred, I guess. Mm. And I hope I'm not misquoting this, but I'm pretty sure they're cardboard insert, and so you can only use them once. You can't wash you can them. Use them once. Yeah. yeah. And so the ones at Home Depot or Lowe's, I found one. It's the same type one, but it had a With plastic. plastic. Yeah. Yeah. So you just keep they washing use them, it. They use those for epoxy floors. Oh. I think it's, that's that's where oh, okay. you find it. You find it back with, uh, at least at 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 the store here Bernard's. locally at Menards. <laughs> Um, you know they they those those rollers are only back where the the epoxy um, paint for the flooring is, and it's a, that, it's that a plastic sense. tube and and it's a foam and you could rewash it. I, I use the foam rollers with the cardboard that I can pick up for, you know, a buck. Yeah. Um, and then I just cut them on my radial arm to a small size. Yep, yep, yep. To to fit on a two inch roller usually. Yeah. Um, and because you know like epoxy. Um, you know, there's oh, not, geez. there's not, there's nothing you're there's, doing. Yeah. There's no washing, there's no washing that. So there's no, no. use in using the, <laughs> using the expensive one. And the, the foam roller holds up just fine. Right. Um, I think if you were doing a garage floor, it'd be different, but I haven't ever had I one. will never do that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd yeah. leave half of that foam roller on your garage. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't ever. garage floor. I haven't ever had one of those, you know, the cardboard mm. foam rollers come apart on me. Right. Doing, a, doing like a, an epoxy veneer job. Right, uh, right. So, yeah, I mean, I went uh, for whole bucks of them, and they work just fine. You just chuck it, and and yeah. well, and I'll do the same with it. If I'm using it throughout the day, I'll put it in a plastic bag, um, yep. and it, it lasted the whole day. Sure. And the thing with the the foam roller on on this hopper, I mean, it's really it's it's thick, you know, and and that glue seems to stay wet on it. Because the thing that you'd be worried about is the the glue in the hopper is gonna be fine because it's all together in there. Yeah. But then the actual roller itself might—that's what's gonna get harder. Uh, right. You know, dry. It's a thinner, thinner, thinner layer. Yeah. But it, it nothing I had to worry about um, at all. Mm. So. Yeah, it looks it looks look like a slick system. It's fast. I've always, it did. I've yeah. always kind of wanted one, but but the um the price of the r- r- roller the hopper roller was. You know, I always looked at you know, like from the veneer supply places, and it's just like, man, I can't, yeah. can't throw that kind of coin down. Yeah, you can, you can, you can save three hundred bucks. Yeah, and, and how about um, I, I noticed he had some questions about 
applying glue to both surfaces. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on that? I to me it makes sense to wet both surfaces even if they're thin layers. Right. Well, or, or thin. I'll tell you what, and and it's because I kind of uh, did a little research on that too. Um, so I've always used Unibon eight hundred. Um, and so now I'm using Unibon one. So alcohol is the 800 and, and PVA water base is the, is the one. Mm-hmm. And so from what I can understand, um, I, I basically, I, I told people I'm a cre- creature of habit. So I used to do a lot of veneer and for a company, um, for four years in Florida and they always did a light coat on both surfaces. And it was, it was not paperback veneer, it was, um, you know, raw veneer, we seamed it and stuff. So light coat on everything. And it was the alcohol base. No problem. Worked great. So I've always done it that way. I was doing it with this stuff and I was doing both faces. I did kind of notice with the roller I'm using, it applies a little more glue. You can't control it, but it still is applying a pretty nice layer. Um, Mm -hmm. I was kind of in my head. I was like, man, I wonder if I need to be, I'm probably wasting glue or being a little overcautious here. And so when I called up the company um, uh, to order more glue, I asked them, and he said, you know, it depends on the application, but usually um, with the uh, Unibond one, you just want to do the substrate. And the main reason that I can tell, uh, definitely if it's in more complex veneer, like uh, some crazy figured balls or, or whatever, if you it's, it's water. So you're adding water to that thin veneer. The seams could start opening up and cupping and twisting. And, sure, all and kinds it, of craziness. Yeah, and that's why what's funny is I've never liked uh, water-based veneer glues. But this Unibond 1, I don't know what's different, but it seems like something's different because it, it is not giving me a hard time at all. And so mm. I told him how I was doing it, and he's like, you know, 16-inch walnut, straight walnut, you know, not a problem. You're fine, but you're probably overdoing it. You can do one face. So I've started doing just the substrate, and so how much squeeze-out do you have with if you're gluing both surfaces? Not much. I mean, not much. Like it's totally so, controllable. Yeah, it's, so know? it's still is anything still fine. Is anything coming through the face? No, 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 no way. Nothing. Well, and the Unibond one also has a blocker. In it. That's what, oh. and that's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of getting at. Yeah, is that it, it, it's a thickened, and I, I'm sure that thickening also helps with the fact that the that the wood isn't going to absorb as much of the yeah moisture as it, it would if it was a thinner. Yes, like the Unibond 800, and that's why I used to always do two coats. And if it's a super thin veneer um, or real gnarly, you know, type veneer, I would add the blocker to it and that thickened mm-hmm. it up so yeah so yeah i you know i i asked him i said you know so what's the deal and he's like honestly like we kind of recommend just doing it on the substrate but there is no just one like it depends on what it is um, it seems like if they're selling glue they would want you to put three coats on each well you know <laughs> right well that's the thing i love they're a small company you know and they're just you just called them up and they're super helpful that's very cool. Drop my name, and I get, <laughs> no, just, and they'll say Philip. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> but Philip Tucoat Morley. Philip Tucoat yeah. Morley, right here. So I, I've been enjoying enjoying it a lot. Um, I've only used it for flat panel. You can get tints for it too, um, okay. which my fa- friend, which we're going to have her on soon, Leslie Webb. Um, yeah, she's done some. Exp- you know, kind of uh, R and D 
uh, with bent lamination, and she she's been liking it too. Um, and she she's used a tint. She was doing ash and okay. used a tint. And man, you I saw it, it up. Was... You couldn't see it. I saw it up. Right. It was a, yeah. That was it's impressive. Amazing. It's like what the heck? It looks steamed. All right. So, One piece. Yeah, I still I still haven't I haven't used that stuff. I just I've I've been in this I've been in the land of exterior veneer work, so it's all been epoxy. Oh, yeah, tell I us about those doors that you've been working on this. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> they've been they they the doors have been going on forever. You know winter's uh, coming, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the church has no doors on right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to get a pretty good blast of snow, I think, this weekend. Oh, jeez. So, so yeah, they're calling, calling for it. I gotta get the, I gotta get the snowplow back on the truck. So that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I never have to deal with that. Yeah. So you'll you'll put the doors on and fit them, and then put their old doors back in place. Yeah, I put the do- the old doors are back in place. So I just took those, I took those off. So I I um I could I replaced the hinges on the old doors so i put new hinges on the old doors because the old doors you couldn't pull the pins out but the the new uh, the new hinges have pins that could be that could be pulled out so you can so you can break into the church well you you can't break (laughs) into the church they've got they've got pins but the but the hinges have got set screws Uh, that, that you can only access when the door is open I see. Nice. I did have I did have some people ask about ask that, that. You know, those look like but, killer hinges. What, who I, I didn't catch who made them. Where do you get those hinges from? Uh, I think that those are um, Abloy, um, Os, Oslo Abloy. I mean, they look like I, high dollar hinges. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're, those aren't too, ball bearing, right? So, I mean, yeah, those are those are have two bearings in them. Nice. Um, and they're 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 not. I mean, they're nice. The nice thing about them. The real nice thing about them is, is that they're they, they they're templated, so they're exactly the same. Like each one is exactly the same. Right. So for nice. so you can like um, so you could take one hinge and so the the old hinges that were on on the church were also templated. So I'm able to take the old hinges off and put the new ones on, and the holes line up everything's oh. everything's the same and that's how i was able to put the new hinges on the old doors wow for real it, it that's crazy when you say yeah. templated like they were custom made for no i mean they're they're like a they're templated so they're four and a half inch and that whole pattern is the same wow that's from, crazy but that's from, a commercial hinge right so it's that's a commercial that's a pretty hinge. standard that's a standard thing. that's and that's the oh, deal wow. is that yeah. is that they're they're templated hinges. so that you can replace them with mm-hmm. and that you don't have to deal with like this one's a 16th wider yeah <laughs> and the holes are you know are off. offset <laughs> yeah these the, the holes are the same so that's crazy. Uh, i had no idea that's really cool yeah it's mm-hmm. it's yeah like residential hinges you're going to find all different sizes and the hole patterns are different right and radiuses and square and yeah, but commercial is going to be pretty straight across the board. Yeah, and, and these are and these were and they're they're square. Nice. Um, I like so that. they're not they're not they're not radiused. Um, I hate I hate the radius looking hinges. I don't I don't like the radius look hinges too. I like I like putting them. You know I like routing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? but yeah, 
they're pretty they're pretty easy but i mean in all actuality i i like doing those corners right too just because you know you get to get you get to use your chisel right. for a little while it just you know? looks good to me yeah it looks good and and they fit they fit great that template template that i made that's such a works so well that's a, such a nice little simple system um, i've never i've never done them like that i've always used a a collar a, a, a quarter inch offset and just add a half inch oh okay the guide but, bushing yeah. Yeah, guide bushing. Oh, yeah. A lot of ways to do things, I guess. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah. These th this is um, it's it's a a, a router bit. That, it's a pattern bit, but it's mm -hmm. it's made for like hinges, so that the cutter isn't very long, mm. right? And and it's a relatively small diameter. I don't know if it's if it's three eighths in diameter, maybe. So you don't have a lot of corner to clean. So you don't have right. a whole lot of corner there, and um, it's not it's not one of those stupid ones. I know for a while. Um, I guess Porter Cable made a system like that, <laughs> and man, that the, it frustrated that the, that the crap out of me because the bearing was bigger than the bit. Oh gosh! And so, like you had already sharpened it. Yeah, but it was, it was designed. It was designed for Porter Cable <laughs> templates, which was sized that way. Ugh, I was like, why the weird. heck would they do that? Yeah, yeah. Call it a, don't call it a flush trim then. and they call yeah. it a stupid right. flush trim. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, was the, it was the s it was the st the st the st model st model i'm always the weird guy i like round corners on hinges <laughs> oh all right that's it you're out are we done here <laughs> we're done <laughs> well, it, all right the, the nice thing about the nice thing about that that bearing hinge and and those and the and making those templates is that you can you can set the template like right onto a again I use like that MDO plywood and you can set that template right on top of that and then and then take your pin nailer and pin on a couple of a couple of pieces of wood that basically frame that thing out. Yeah, which actually helps prevent the blowout as also. Okay. Well, it, it, right? it well, it, I'm talking about like making the template. The temp making oh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just put oh, it you so just you put can, it right up against the hinge, right? You just you just set the hinge on the template and then you've got a couple of pieces of wood that or or plywood, I guess right. it probably be that you're going to butt against the left and the right side and the and the, you know, the top side. Right. Okay, and you just pin those on with a with a with a 23 gauge pin nailer and then take it to the bandsaw and cut out, you know, a, let's say a 16th, eighth inch away from that, away from that line. And then you use that pattern bit to flush tone to, to, to cut the, so you use that thing to cut the, um, uh, to cut the template. Right. Sure. Yeah. I love those and, bits, man. Those are great. And because bits. It, yeah. Because that thing, because it's got the bearing on the top, you know, you it can't just flushes everything up, but yeah. And you can't, you can't makes the cut at the same time. But you can't cut everything all at once. But you can just keep making that thing deeper. You know, mm -hmm. like you like you cut it and then and then plunge it a little bit deeper and then cut it again and then plunge it and then you can get all the way through a three quarter inch piece, even though the cutter is only right is only you know like sure a half inch maybe. Well, and then the but, cutter itself, like the bearing, will start riding up against the edge that you cut too, which is yeah, nice. that's what I mean. Yeah, you just keep keep working it down and and it so it makes your Template. it makes your template without having you don't you know measure anything you just butt pieces against the outer edge of that of that um of the of the hinge you know that's, and that's how cool. i cut the the, <coughs> the huge dovetails on my workbench oh nice yes. one of those yeah. bits. <laughs> little pattern i bit. just cut the top 
quarter inch really accurate by hand and then i just kept stepping it down using the flush trim okay bit. sure yeah that would work great hmm. i'm following you <laughs> again again <laughs> we should just stop doing that see if, see if any of us see if we notice at all <laughs> oh i'd notice <laughs> i dream for your comments but <laughs> my, my emojis people give me so much shit like I uh, dig your emojis, your little uh, Phil only uses emojis. Yeah, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> your uh, Saturday Night Fever dance dude, yeah, the dance dude, and the, the strong arm, and, and my and my water drops, <laughs> <laughs> and the strong arm's mine. So I don't know why you're yeah. stealing my emojis. <laughs> I saved that one just for you. I saved it. <laughs> oh, man. man, well, they're, they're looking uh, really good, Ben. Um, I digged all those videos you showed of kind of the whole process. Yeah, I kind of went a little overboard that day, but it was. No, I thought it was. Don't ever. Yeah, I I dig those, I, and people respond people like good that, to them. Yeah. I mean, they're a bunch of one-minute videos, and you just when you have a moment, you can check them all out. And it's, yeah, that it's was very. It's entertaining and informative. I, yeah. I dig them. That was kind of pretty much the way the day went. Was just all right. I'm gonna take a take a quick video and and then I'll just kind of do it with each step, and right. and then you know hopefully by the end of the day, the doors are in. <laughs> <laughs> you never you never know when you're doing that because I do it you know I do it as I, as I'm doing that. So you know right. there's always there's always the chance that oh everything can go real wrong. <laughs> just think how much work we'd actually do if. There was no Instagram. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. don't get me started. I'm, yeah. Today I, it was all Instagram stupid stuff, and I need to just delete Instagram for like that's, that's, three months. That's where I get. I, I I think of like the folks that that do like um, content that do content and. Oh my gosh! I just I couldn't mind boggling. Yeah, but that's what they do. They don't have to have. I know. They don't have commitments to get. I mean, don't get me wrong. They have commitments to get videos Some done. Some of them do, though. But a lot of them don't have. Um, they get to build whatever they want. They decide what they want to build, and a lot of the people that do it really well, they stay at a particular level, and it's there's a reason for that. You can't you can't do it, but you can't build a masterpiece and film the thing, and meet deadlines and make money I, that I've seen. It's it's yeah. just impossible. <laughs> So, Sometimes yeah. I feel guilty when I have my tripod and I'm I'm doing a job for somebody and the customer's like, you know, <laughs> I'm always on Instagram. I, I got to film this. I got to, you know, right. like when I was doing that fireplace. Yeah. I, oh. They didn't say anything. And <laughs> I have, nice. you know, it's like, it's, it's not time and materials here. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still. It's a lot. Sure. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for sure. Yeah. So uh, all all I did with that was to just take the, take like the minute video and put it up and then uh, you know the phone went back in the pocket and then right when i was on to the next step it's like okay well i'll try to i'll try to show this you try to show it as best you can and, you know i'm there by myself you know so you're only can only do so much and and then you know the way i do it with the goofy you know finger pointing and talking <laughs> talking talking talk no, the way man, that i do <laughs> people love and it cuts cut stories uh our best friend yeah i love that app i need, yeah, that, i need to for, i need to get that app because I, I, you can just film the whole thing and it's that's four minutes and 30 seconds awesome. and then just 
slice it up and hopefully somebody will watch it right <laughs> yeah that's really cool yeah yeah but but it, it works you know in those situations sometimes it's kind of fun to to show like a, a progression throughout the day yeah because you know, it, it gives a it gives a good feel you know i don't i don't do that all the time because you can't do that all the time because it, it mm-hmm. does take some extra time right. um but if you can do it and you know and try to share some of that and, and i always do it like after i've after I think I've got it figured out how to do it. Um, there's plenty of other days where, you know, I don't, I don't do any of it because I don't, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. <laughs> you figure it out as you go. Be, yeah. I was trying to get to a, focus a full, yeah. a full length shaving on walnut uh, a couple of days ago. <laughs> and I, I did, and I, but I thought I was recording, but I never, I pushed the record button, but I must've, yeah. you know, got overexcited and I didn't really push the button. So I didn't, it didn't feel, I was like, damn it. And I, I was going to do another one. I thought, but you know, I didn't want to make my edge out of square. So I said, you know what? It's good. I'm done. <laughs> so you're just, you're just taking like mill marks off, right? That's or- all I was doing. And um, I, so there's this lady artist that contacted me and she wants all my wood shavings. I'm like, it might be a while. I'm kind of a joiner kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> So, and she's, she's awesome. She's willing to wait. And so I ended up giving, you know, sending her a, like a 30 gallon bag full of um, some walnut and some other stuff that I had saved maple and whatever. But, but, but on those, yeah, I was just doing a real light skim coat, just getting the saw marks off. Some of them I used, I used the joiner to, you know, to get it straight, but I still hit that with a hand plane just to get those and just to get it. I don't know. It just feels good to just clean that up sure just to get that instagram post you just said it it's a glamorous it was a glamour shot i was glamorous shot i was i was no i know what it it was wood shaving wednesday there you go shaving wednesday yeah i was i was doing it because i because i had to cut with the track saw and that track saw through um through that white oak you know it's an inch and three quarter white oak um the track saw you know you get those scalloped yeah. marks from it you know and and i was using the hand plane to clean those up but i think i was like what you were doing ramon you you're just using like a you're just using like a number four aren't you i mean just like a like a like a smoothing plane is that right uh, actually i don't even have a number four it's a, it's a four and a half four and a half it's but, but it's a smoothing yeah. plane yeah right yep. so you're using yep. do yep. you it's, phil do you have anything other than smoothing I have a, do you have a i have a jack I have a jack but you don't have a like a like a low well angle. like a long plane like a joining. I, I don't have a crate. No, the longest plane I have is a jack. Okay, I actually have a number. I'll use a number seven. Edges. You do have a number uh, seven. I okay. do, but it's it's in really bad shape. The oh. sole is is it needs work. I just haven't had time to do it, and I want to get a new blade for it. I mean, I could switch yeah. blades out, but I have a sixteen inch wide one <laughs> with a with job. a with an electric cord. Sure. Five with a five horsepower. <laughs> I, I I'd like to get, I I would like to get um one of the number sevens, the big, the longer ones. Those things are huge, yeah, but man. for like for like the doors, it would be mm-hmm. nice to have that long plane for yeah. like. Don't they make they make an eight also, right? <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. Like it, I, I had I had a seven um when I was in the uh, UK and and it was because of doors. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to it'd be nice to have that that long front landing area to when you get yes. started because the you know the the smaller planes 
they just don't have a lot of a lot of space out in front of the blade so you're when you're getting when you're getting started it always feels like you're either tipped down or tipped up a little bit like you like you either right. you either hit that front edge too hard or you don't hit it hard enough I mean, I'm just always, I'm always right. taking off mill marks. So always start from the, start from the middle. Start from the middle. I was thinking about go out I was watching your videos of that door install. Years ago, I used to install a lot of doors, and I was doing a commercial job one time, and all the doors were the same, and they were all pre-hung, and I made this plywood frame that I could step through. Okay. And so essentially it was a, you know, whatever the dimension was on the inside, like 34 and a half or whatever, and then maybe 79 tall and I could step through it, but I could, I could put my frame, this frame that I had made, I could make it, I could put it inside the casing and then attach it. And then I could just put it in place, plumb it and shim it. It was perfect. Does that make sense? So I, I had made this plywood frame that went inside the doorway yeah, so you're and, using and, you're using that because you're because you're also dealing with the not just the door but the but, but the jam of the door the jam the case, yeah. the case yeah, yeah. The, the jam so I would I would put the frame that I made inside the jam and then shim everything tight level it plumb the header and attach everything yeah. and it was set it was really quick yeah it be it would have been a lot easier working on these doors if I could have done anything to the jams. How, how bad? Yes. Is, how bad a shape were? There, I mean, there. Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing was. There wasn't anything level, or uh, or plumb, or parallel. It always <laughs> surprises me when when you go in after somebody has hung a door. I was like, shouldn't this be? Yeah. Well, that's an old. This church, is this right? is an old yeah, church, and it's still. all it's all masonry. It probably and was. And the, <laughs> yeah, level and I plumb think, at I one point. It, I think it was. You know, I mean, it's. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible but i mean there was you should have seen some of the uh doors i had to do in England. i bet oh my goodness <laughs> well the... on, on homes that are like 900 years old i mean it was ridiculous before before levels <laughs> before levels you weren't allowed to touch them you weren't allowed to fix it you had to make the door work within the opening oh and, and that's why a lot of times in england you see uh raised butt hinges you, you guys use those so explain mm. explain a raised butt hinge to me. Yeah, I'm not familiar. So when when you open so if the door's closed, right? So now you open the door, the door actually lifts up as it opens. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so the the knuckles are angled. Huh. Oh, okay. And, and so when you open it cuz a lot of times if if it wouldn't do that, it will hit the floor cuz the floor's so out of freaking level. <laughs> and so it awesome. raises it. It's nice for carpet too. So it's so kind of nice self-closing, also, right? Yeah, it will. It will kind of self-close. That's interesting. Um, but it's a raised, raised butt hinge. I think, it's, if I'm remembering it right. But yeah, it's it's insane. So I watching you do those doors, man. It took me back to my very very <laughs> young days, 15 years old sure. doing my journeymanship. But yeah, do the do the pretty... do the hinge side first and. Make it yep. make it so it just you know get your measurements on your left and your right, get the thing so it will actually fit in there, and then you might have to adjust a little bit to get that hinge side on. Once you get that hinge side on, now you can now you can tackle your reveals. Oh yeah, and I find it's fun those all those little tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when the first the guy showed me, uh, you know, cause we have to shim it every now and then, but he'll put the sh- he'll 
take the screws, he put the one in the middle, and then he'll back it out a little bit, then close the door so it actually jams the hinge open, and then you With, put your shim in, yeah, and then you close it back and lock it down. <laughs> it's it's so little cool. Tricks. I yeah. love hanging doors. Yeah, I always have. Yeah, it, it's it's fun when it works. <laughs> it can get frustrating it can get, too. It can get real frustrating. So, and, what did you have to do with the uh, with the threshold? Well, the the door that I the door that I was showing that one didn't ever ha- it didn't even have a threshold. It was just that uh, there's a there's a stone. Uh, I'm not sure what kind of stone it is. If it was if it was limestone or if it's um, or if it's granite, I'm not sure. That that's a like a a block at the bottom, and that. So it's like a step up as you come to that door, like a, you know, just like one step, you know, like a six inch rise or a five inch rise. Um, And those doors just closed right over the top of that. And I wanted to put a threshold. I had to put a threshold in so that I could do some type of weather stripping on the bottom of the door for, for some weather tightness. Um, Uh, So it's just, it, it, it ended up being an aluminum threshold that I had to, I had to do some modifications to that. I had to cut, you know, cut the length down. That's no big deal. But I also had to rip it because there's a there's a board on the inside that it's butting up against. And yeah, it just and we ended up doing cast. We ended up doing aluminum for the thresholds because after originally we wanted to do bronze, but after after pricing it, it just wasn't. It, it wasn't in the <laughs> yeah. it wasn't in the budget. That 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 aluminum threshold I think was like was like fourteen bucks. A foot and bronze threshold was about a hundred and forty-four wow. a foot. <laughs> yeah, wow. so there was a big. So that was a that was a place where we just had to, you know, we just had to compromise and go. All right, well, you know, I'll take five of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll just. I guess we're going to be going with aluminum because we don't, mm. you know, cause that, that, right. that hardware is so expensive. Um, the door hardware, the the panic hardware on the inside, and and that, you know, it's. It's well over a thousand bucks a door for the hardware, so yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it just it all adds up really quick. <laughs> all of a sudden, you got you got ten thousand, eleven thousand, twelve thousand dollars in hardware. Um, Jeez, for for <laughs> seven seven doors, <laughs> it add it all adds up, and then. And then you got it. Then you got the price of the doors on top of it. And then, oh man, uh, you know, this way, this way, you really hope you price the job out. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and those those jobs are always are always kind of interesting because people look at it, and go, man, that is a lot of money for doors. And then you're thinking, man, I am not, not I'm not making anything on these doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It cracks me up. I've had I built a few doors, just single doors, and when I priced them, they're like, you know, they just seemed so shocked. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> it's yeah. doing a lot of work. I hate doing doors. Definitely if you want it. I, I did some because they were for friends and people that I knew. So I'm like, here's a deal. I'm not a door maker. It will last. It will stay together. But the weather stripping and the seals, all that kind of stuff, I don't know how to handle that. That's not what I do. Mm. Um, but... But yeah, I've had people ask me who I didn't know, and I'm just like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're really they're really interesting. I mean, there's some really cool, they're fun, cool things yeah. to do with them. But um, but yeah, they're they're just they're they're a lot of work. And right, and why well, and what you're doing is is 
freaking incredible. The, the doors I did were just solid wood doors, you know, like mahogany, but none, none of that glue lamb. That's amazing, like what you're doing. Yeah, that state core really makes, man, it makes a nice door. Holy smokes. Yeah. Just, Flat. just, and so stable. I mean, shoot, you lay, right. you can lay that thing on the bench and it doesn't do anything. It's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Very cool. All right, on. What else, what else is new? we done. I've got to glue up some more panels. <laughs> you forgot to rinse your hopper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so I actually did think for a minute. I was like, wait, did I? <laughs> so there was, there was one thing about that Unibond one that I was, that I, I don't know where I saw that at, but because it's, because it's water-based, like I couldn't have it shipped to me right now. Why? Because it'll freeze. Oh right. Oh, so really? if you live in the if you live in the northern climates, I think, you know, I I, I don't know that you can get that stuff shipped oh, shipped to you in the winter. I saw that on their website, but I didn't read. It said something like um, delayed because of winter season or whatever. Like I, it it had something on their website, and I I just kind of ignored it. I didn't realize that's what it was saying. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. I, don't think I, I mean, uh, unless you could, uh, boy, I don't know where that stuff, if that comes out of the East Coast. Yeah, Maine. Maine. So, yeah. I mean, I would think that there's a good number of months that, you know, I'd probably have to wait till probably March or April before <laughs> I could, before I could get anything shipped. So, but that's weird. So like you couldn't get, you couldn't get type on one. Like if it's, going to be shipped from out of state like huh but it, you know if it's come that's kind of weird I, and i wondered that too but i saw that about about you know the freezing temperatures yeah yeah i saw something on their website i just didn't read it i was like i'm in texas it's all good <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't care about anyone else but i, I I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure i'm sure for them coming out of maine that yeah. they have to worry about it like leaving there Right. I don't. Right. I don't know. I don't well, know maybe work. I can. Maybe I can get it, and then I'll put it in an insulated like box <laughs> and send it to you, and then send it to me <laughs> for 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 triple in a heated in a heated box. Because a little heated box, little, little heater in I'll there. Build a little radiator, I'll build a little battery. Build a little fire in it and ship it to you. <clears throat> get a, I'll get arrested. <laughs> I think I'm making a bomb or something. Why is this box so hot? <laughs> All right. It's glue. But yeah, yeah. It's glue. Man, no kidding. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, yeah, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about it either until I kind of I saw that and I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, it's water based. It's you know, they kind of you know those UPS trucks. They sit outside. Right. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they. Well, and it's like people that don't have a shop that's uh, climate controlled. I'm always <laughs> amazed. I'm like, how the heck do they? They do it because a lot of glues and stuff you can't use. Yeah. You just you just have to bring them in. You just have, that's yeah. it. But even using it, I mean, you know, have to cure at seventy degrees right. or whatever. Sure, and that's a lot. So of... I, I used to heat and blankets and stuff, but jeez, mm -hmm. yeah. All right, on. Cool. All right, well, I think we pretty much have have eaten up our time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is probably this 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 awkward. This is probably a bad time to ask for this, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We were, we were we were talking about um like reviews on like apple podcasts and that people have been nice enough to leave us some reviews 
Um, and I thought we would just ask to say one, one person, one, one person, maybe two. <laughs> a few, people, yeah. There's been there's been a number of nice people that that have have written written some things and and also left us some you know five star reviews, which is really kind of folks to do. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, and we wanted to acknowledge that, but then we also wanted to ask you know if 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 you haven't done that and and if you like the show somewhat line you know please please do we we hear that does something for us and and we don't even care if you like the show or not just go and do it <laughs> just lie okay just lie just just it's easy yeah. okay you're helping us we're not, out we're not proud we'll take we'll take lies yeah i'll take it <laughs> all the time but we we had some we had some reviews about about our audio being not as great as right as as it could be um and we've done a a few things about it but also um you know we're not professional podcasters by any means um we're just kind (laughs) of just kind of doing this thing so you know we're doing it in the easy manner that we can and if we have to do a lot of work we're not (laughs) just being honest just being honest (laughs) we just don't we don't have the time (laughs) but we but we we do read the reviews and we really appreciate them Um, yeah absolutely and i i know that I, i hear people say that ask for those i know they do something i don't really know what they do if they move move you up in ranks or whatever that is, um, they keep it keep us from getting canceled. <laughs> keep us from getting canceled. Yeah, get kicked off. That's right. That's right. But we but oh, we, nice. we do appreciate it. And um, if you could do that, that'd, that'd be wonderful. Yes. All right. All right. That was great. Well, thanks a ton for checking out another Woodworkers podcast. We certainly appreciate it. If you have any questions or suggestions for future topics, you could email us at contact at woodworkerspodcast.com or a better way is just DM us on one of our Instagram accounts. Uh, So on behalf of Ben and Phil, I'm Ramon and we'll see you on the next episode of Woodworkers Podcast. Thanks a bunch guys. Ciao. Cheers. See you guys. Great talking to you. It was okay talking to you. (laughs) I see out right after um, the email and I was going to squeeze in the the Apple podcast there so I had to revamp my I'm uh... sorry I screwed screwed you up you screwed him man I was like I thought I was going to do that oh I'm sorry no it's it's no big deal I was trying trying to figure out a way to wrap it up (laughs) the awkwardness just like all right, well Yeah, wasn't it? Me, wasn't the best me yawning. Actually, maybe we should come up with a uh, a little saying that one of us can say that will cue us a safe a segue word. into. <laughs> we, we need a safe word. We need a Brussels sprouts. Abort. Abort. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. We need, we need an escape. Oh, man.